is your favorite thing to do? Maybe you'd like to go bathe at the river, or maybe you'd like to go help your father at the farm, or maybe you'd like to go to school. We all do lots of different things every day. Sometimes you have to do things maybe you don't like to do as much. Maybe you don't like to do homework from school. Maybe you don't like to go to the river, or you don't like to feed the animals at home. But sometimes you get to do your favorite things. You get to go to the river, or you get to go to the farm if you enjoy those things. Well, our memory verse today says that everything you do and how you do it, it matters to God. It is important to Him. Our memory verse for today is found in First Corinthians ten thirty one. Now remember that the Bible is sixty six books in one big book, right? The Bible is one big book, and it's made of sixty six smaller books. It has two main parts: the Old Testament in the front, the New Testament in the back. And remember that the Old Testament tells us about what happened before Jesus was born, and it tells us how God was preparing the world for Jesus, the Savior, to come. Now, the New Testament tells us about Jesus' birth, his life, what happened after he died, after he rose again, and after he went back to heaven. Now, today's verse. First Corinthians ten thirty one, it's in the New Testament, and if you don't know where to find it, you can always look in the table of contents in your Bible, and then you can find First Corinthians. You can turn to there, then you can find the chapter. Our memory verse today is found in chapter ten of First Corinthians, and then you can find the verse, which is verse thirty one. Usually, the verses are the little numbers. These are God's words, so we know they are completely true, and they tell us how God wants His people to live every day. So, what does this verse say? It says, First Corinthians ten thirty one, whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. First Corinthians ten thirty one. Hmm, what does this verse mean? Whether therefore. Well, that means whatever you're doing, no matter what it is, ye or you need to give glory to God. It says, "Whether therefore ye eat or drink." Well, if you're doing anything at all, even just normal things like like having a meal, or going to school, or playing with your friends, the verse says, "Or whatsoever ye do." So anything you are doing, God wants you to do something. He wants you to do all to the glory of God, and all means everything. Now, this is how God wants you to do all the things you do. He wants you to bring glory to God. But what does that mean? To bring glory to God, that means to live in a way that pleases God, and shows how wonderful and important God is. So, instead of just doing what pleases you, think about what God wants. And what will help other people around you? Everything you do in your life should be to please God, and to be a good example to others. So whatever you do, no matter what it is, do it to please God. When you do this, other people will see how important and wonderful God is. Now, what does that verse say again? First Corinthians ten thirty one. Whether therefore ye eat or drink. Or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. First Corinthians ten thirty one.
So if you have already received Jesus as your Savior from sin, remember you can live your life to bring glory to God. Sometimes you will feel like doing things God says not to do. Other times you might feel like doing good things just to show off to others. But that is not the best reason to do things. The best reason to do anything is when you do it to give glory to God. So before you do things, stop and ask yourself, am I doing this for me or for God? Will this give glory to God? Now, if the answer is no, then don't do it. If you're not sure, ask someone you trust for help. God is pleased when you use the abilities he gave you to do what is right. Sometimes other people will notice when you do what God wants. You can give God glory by telling them that God helped you do it. This shows them how wonderful God is and it gives him glory. I want you to say something with me. The thing I want you to say is give glory to God. Can you say that with me? Let's say it on the count of three. One, two, three. Give glory to God. Let's say it again. One, two, three. Give glory to God. That's right. God wants you to give him glory. And if you have never believed in Jesus as your savior as yet, you can do that today because your life does not glorify God. And to glorify God, you have to first trust Jesus as your savior. And you can do that today. Now, remember to give God glory. That means to live in a way that pleases God and shows how wonderful and important God is. That verse again is 1 Corinthians 10.31. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10.31. Can you say it with me now? 1 Corinthians 10.31. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians think that a lot of you know at least two different languages. But have you ever heard someone talk in a language that you do not understand? For example, I'll tell you something about my life. Now, one time I went to the country named Israel 
Israel is mentioned a lot in the Bible. Israel is a real place still today. You can go there. You can visit there. You can see some of the things that the Bible talks about there. Now, when I was in Israel, many people there speak a language called Hebrew. I don't know how to speak Hebrew. So when I heard people talking in Hebrew, I did not understand. Maybe you've had a situation like that too. Maybe you didn't hear people talking Hebrew, but maybe you heard perhaps people talking in Chinese, or maybe you seen maybe tourists from Europe and they were speaking a European language and you did not understand what they were saying. Have you ever wondered why don't we all speak the same language? That would make life a lot simpler. Well, the Bible answers that question for us. When God created the earth and everything in it, His first commandment to the first man and woman, Adam and Eve, was for them to have children and to fill the earth. Now, God loved this new creation, and His plan was for the earth to be filled with people who would know Him, who would love Him, and who would live for Him. So, God set Adam and Eve in the garden. And remember that rule that he told them? They were to eat from every tree except the knowledge of good and evil. They could not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But remember that Adam and Eve disobeyed? And because they disobeyed, God sent them out of the garden? Now, God still wanted them to have children and fill the earth with people. God's plan never changed. So, as the number of people grew... The people became, sadly, more and more evil. The sin of Adam and Eve was passed down to all mankind, causing them to do evil all the time. And the sin of Adam and Eve has also passed down to you and to me. The Bible says in Romans 5.12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin... And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Since Adam, everyone is born with a want to or a desire to sin, to go against God's way, and to want your own way instead. Now the punishment for sin is to be separated from God. But remember that God, because He loves you, He made a way for you to be forgiven of your sin, and not to be separated from Him anymore. That's by sending His only begotten Son, Jesus, to take the punishment that you and I deserve. Now, Jesus died on the cross. He gave His blood as the payment for your sin, for what you and I have done, our sin. The Bible says in 1 John 1, 7, The blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin. Jesus bled. He gave His blood when He died on the cross. He died, he was buried, but then he came back to life on the third day. He got victory against sin for you. And when you believe on what Jesus did, you no longer have to be separated from God because of your sin. Jesus came to save you from sin. But that sin, it has passed to all people from Adam and Eve. Now the sin of Adam and Eve, it caused the people who lived after them to do evil things, bad things. God saw the all that was going on, the, the evil that people were doing. And God judged the people. Judged means he rightly punished the people. He looked at their sin. He knew they were guilty. 
he punished their sin by sending a great flood over all the earth. And that was what happened when we talked about Noah. That Noah, he was given a command by God to build the ark. Do you remember how we talked about how Noah built the ark? And how he was trying to tell people about the flood and the punishment that God was going to do, but people did not believe him. Now remember that after Noah and his family went into the ark and the flood came and then the after the flood stopped, the waters went down, Noah and his family came out of the ark and God told them to fill the earth. God had not changed his mind about his plan. God never changes. Now, after the flood, people all spoke one language. You can actually learn about that from the Bible. Genesis 11, 1. It says, and the whole earth was of one language. Wow. So, God told them to spread throughout the earth. But they disobeyed him. The people chose to stay together to build a great city to show how great and powerful they were. So they said to each other, let's build a great city with a huge tower. It will stand on earth and reach to heaven. This way we can all stay together and we will not be scattered over, over all the earth. The people were feeling proud and confident in themselves and they wanted everyone to know how important they were. They should have been bringing glory to God instead. Do you remember what it means to bring glory to God? It means... We should live in a way that shows how wonderful and how important God is. Now, if you have believed on Jesus as your Savior, I want you to ask yourself this question. Am I living my life to bring glory to God? Maybe you don't care about bringing God glory. Maybe you just want to have fun or do whatever you feel like doing instead of what God wants you to do. Or maybe you have a talent or a skill, and all you think about is wanting to be famous someday. Drawing attention to yourself and not drawing attention to God. Maybe in school, you want to do your best and get the highest grades and be first in your class so you can impress others or feel good about yourself. Or maybe instead of your grades, you focus on being the best football player or the best person in the volleyball team so others can notice you. There is nothing wrong with doing your best, but you shouldn't do it for the wrong reasons. The Bible says in Matthew 5:16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Now, if you know Jesus as your Savior, remember this, live your life to bring glory to God. Give glory to God. Can you say that with me? Those four words, give glory to God. On the count of three, let's go. One, two, three. Give glory to God. Yes, and that means live your life in ways that please God. The focus of your life should be to live God's way, not your own way. So, I'm going to ask you again. Are you living your life to bring glory to God? Now the people were building that tower, but were they bringing glory to God by what they were doing? No, they were not. The people continued to go their own way. They worked hard to build that tower, and it rose higher and higher as they built it taller and taller. They were proud of it. The tower reached toward heaven. They thought this tower would make them great. But God saw what the people were doing. 
He created people to know and to do great things. But they were using the talents and the skills that God had given them to do what they wanted, not what God wanted. They were disobeying God on purpose. Building towers or being creative is not wrong. What the people did was wrong was by choosing their own way and being prideful. That means all focused on themselves instead of bringing glory to God. God told the people to spread throughout the earth, but they chose to disobey because of their pride. The people were about to learn how important it was to bring God glory instead of bringing themselves glory. Now, if you have believed on Jesus, live your life to bring glory to God. Give glory to God. Can you say that with me again? Give glory to God. Let's say it again. Give glory to God. Bringing glory to God starts in your heart with the reason why you want to do your best. Is your reason so others will notice you? Or so that they will see how wonderful and important God is? When you get good grades or you're good on the sports team, how can you bring glory to God? Ask God the Holy Spirit to help you have the right attitude if you win or if you lose. Ask Him to help you be happy when others do well in school and be willing to teach them what you have learned. Remember our memory verse? Let's say it together. 1 Corinthians 10.31 Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10.31 Yes, the Holy Spirit can help you bring glory to God. He can help you in a way to live that pleases God. So you can live the best you can for Him. And you can show others how God wants you to act and to live. Now, if other people tell you, Wow, you did so good on the football game today. Or you spiked the volleyball so good. Of course, you can say thank you. And then you can say something like, God help me do it. By saying something like this, you will be using the opportunity to tell others what God has done for you. The Bible says you can glorify God no matter what you are doing in every area of your life. The people were about to learn how important it was to bring glory to God instead of themselves. So God went down and the Bible says that he confused their languages. Now I want you to imagine that you're working on this tower. Now you're working on this tower, you're, you're standing next to another person who is also working, and you want to tell that person to pass you a brick, right? Like a block, like a concrete block or something to put on the tower, right? To make it get taller. But the words you say when you tell them, hey, pass me the next brick or the next block, the words you say are in a different language that you have never spoken before. Wow. That would be very confusing for you and for the next person. You know what God did to show that he was in control? God caused the people to speak many different languages. They could no longer understand each other. And because God had confused their language, the people left the city and the tower without finishing it. Now the city where the unfinished tower stood became known as Babel. And that word means confusion. Today, we remember it as the Tower of Babel. 
the people moved to all different parts of the earth. Those who spoke one language moved to one part of the earth while others moved somewhere else. God's plan to fill the earth never changed because God never changes. Because the people spread to lands far away, the earth was now filled with people in many lands and speaking many languages. The true story of the Tower of Babel not only tells us where the languages of the world come from, but it also tells us how important it is to do things for God's glory and not for our own glory. Now, all through time, God has planned that all people would live in a way that would bring glory to Him. Even today, this is what God wants. If you know Jesus as your Savior, live your life to bring glory to God. Remember those four words, give glory to God. Say it with me, count of three. One, two, three. Give glory to God. Yes, you can give glory to God. And you can do that by living in a way that pleases Him, by doing your best for God, by helping others want to know Him because of how you act and live. So if attention comes to you because of your talents or your abilities, Ask God the Holy Spirit to help you say thank you, but also to say, God, help me do this. And when people recognize you for your skills or your abilities, use that opportunity to tell others what God has done for you. Remember our memory verse, 1 Corinthians 10.31? Say it with me if you know it. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10.31 Choose to bring God glory by how you act and how you live. And God can help you to do that. He can help you to live your life to bring glory to Him. If you have never believed in Jesus as your Savior, the first thing you need to do to bring glory to God is to trust in Jesus as the only one who can forgive your sin. Jesus died to take the punishment for your sin. He rose again so you can be saved. The Bible says in Acts 16.31, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Believe. Well, when you believe on Jesus, you trust in him alone to forgive your sin. And it says thou shalt be saved. Well, see, if you believe in Jesus and you believe he died for your sin's punishment, then you will be saved from your sin's punishment. You will have the Holy Spirit to help you to know God's way for you to live here on earth. Will you believe on Jesus today as your Savior? If you would like to believe on Jesus today, you can tell him something like this and truly mean it. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe you died and rose again. Please save me from my sin's punishment. Change me on the inside. In Jesus' name, amen. If you truly ask God to forgive your sin and to save you from your sin's punishment, He will. He never breaks His promise. That verse said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. If you believe in Jesus, you will be saved from your sin. And don't believe it because I say it. Believe it because God says it. His word is completely true 100% of the time. 
If you would like to read about the Tower of Babel from your Bible, you can find it in Genesis chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. Genesis is the first book of the Bible, so you can find chapter 11, verses 1 through 9, and you can read about the Tower of Babel. Well, that's all for this time. I'll see you next time. Bye!